And everybody's eyes ought to be open to the day and age that we're living in. The Lord said, because the cry of Sodom is great, and Gomorrah too, and because their sin is very grievous. He said, I'll go down and see whether they have done all together according to the cry of it, which is common to me. And if not, I will know. You know what? Your, your environment will tell on you too. Amen. Amen. That was it. The cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great because their sin is very grievous. Your environment will tell on you. Yes, all right. I used to sell insurance to go to people's houses that was filthy. Mm. Roaches crawling everywhere. Feces on the floor. I'm going to talk about it later. <laughs> Amen. I had to shake my foot, man, just to keep from roaches crawling up on me. <laughs> That's how bad it was. Some folks' environment is filthy. Amen. So he said the cry of the land is great. The sin of the people was so grievous the environment was just full of corruption. And the men turned their faces from them and went towards Sodom. And Abraham stood yet before the Lord. And Abraham drew near and said, Will you also destroy the righteous with the wicked? So he said, Permission of 50 righteous folks within the city. Will you also destroy and spare not the place for 50 righteous that are therein that be far from thee to do after this manner to slay the righteous with the wicked? And that the righteous should be as the wicked that be far from thee. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? But notice the Lord said, if, if I find in Sodom 50 righteous within the city, then it will, I will spare all the place for those 50 righteous folks. Abraham answered and said, Behold, now I've taken upon me to speak to the Lord, which am but dust and ashes. But Lord, perventure that shall lack five of the fifty righteous, wilt thou destroy all the city for lack of five? And he said, If, once again, I find there forty-five Righteous folks, I will not destroy it. Look at the mercy of God. Yes. And he spake again 
It said, peradventure, there shall be found 40 found men. And he said, I will not do it for 40's sake. And he said to him, oh, let not the Lord be angry and I will speak. But peradventure there shall 30 be found there, y'all. But notice the Lord said, I will not do it if I find 30. And he said, behold, now I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord. Perventure there shall be 20. And he said, I will not destroy it for if I can find 20 righteous folks in the city, I'll spare it all. And he said, oh, let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak yet but this once. Perhaps ten shall be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for ten's sake. The Lord went his way. As soon as he left communion with Abraham, Abraham returned to his place. Chapter number 19, there came two angels to Sodom at evening time. And Lot sat in the gate of Sodom. Now this gate was the city meeting. A lot of high officials met there and other individuals met there for important business. And Lot seeing them rose up to meet them. And he bowed himself, which was a customary form of courtesy back then, with his face toward the ground. And he said, Behold now, my lords, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house. And tarry or stay all night and wash your feet. Rise up early and go on your ways. But they said, No, we will abide in the street all night. So he pressed upon them greatly. And they turned into him and entered into his house. He made a feast and they did bake unleavened bread and they did eat. But before they lay down, notice what the men of the city, even the men of Sodom did, they surrounded the house. You had old men and young men. All the people from every quarter. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, where are the men which came in to you this night? Bring them out unto us, and we may know them. That we may have sexual relations with them, in other words. And Lot went out at the door unto them, shut the door after him, and said, I pray you, brother, don't do this wicked thing. Hold now, I've got two dollars which have not known man, let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you and do you to them as good in your eyes. But unto these men do nothing. They came under the shadow of my roof. But they said, stand back. They said again, this fellow came in to sojourn. In other words, he came to live among us. Who's made him a judge? Now we will deal worse with thee than with them. So they pressed sore hard upon.
came near to break the door. But the men put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house to them and shut to the door. And they struck the men and spoke the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves they couldn't find the door. And the men said unto Lot, do you have any beside here? Do you have any son-in-laws, sons, daughters, whatsoever you had in the city, bring it out of this place. We will destroy this place because the cry of them is grown, waxing great for the face of the Lord. And the Lord has sent us to destroy it. Lot went out and spake unto his son-in-laws, sons-in-laws, which married his daughters, and said, Up, get out of this place. The Lord will destroy this city. But Lot seemed as one that jumped. You know, they, they thought he was joking. Unto his son-in-law. But notice when the morning arose, the angels hurried Lot. Saying, arise, take your wife and your two daughters. They didn't say nothing about the son-in-laws. They thought it was a joke. Just like the same folks. That Noah preached to. They thought it was a joke too. Amen, somebody. Just like some of these folks out here think it's a joke. Yeah. Amen, somebody. Amen. So he said, take your wife and two daughters. Don't worry about these folks. Because mm -hmm. they really not fit. Mm -hmm. Because they're not hearing the message of the Lord. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They think everything is a joke. Y'all yeah. mm -hmm. don't hear what I'm saying. Church is a joke. Right. They think serving God is a joke. Right. They think praying is a joke. Right. They think waking up on Sunday morning and going to worship someone or something that you don't even see, that's a joke. So he said, don't worry about this. Take your wife and your two daughters, which are here. Yeah. Let you be consumed in the sin yeah. of the sea.
person. God said, I'm trying to bring you out today. Amen. But look here, look here. One thing Lot did is while he lingered, he took his slow time. He didn't see the seriousness of the matter. My Lord, my God. My Lord, there's so many folks that died. And went to hell. I might as well say, yeah, they died and went to hell. Because they were just like Lot. They lingered. And they did not see the seriousness of the battle. They came to the church, my Lord. We don't have seven folks dying last year and the year before that. But set right here in these views. But when they walked out the door, they went back into the iniquity. Help me, Holy Ghost. They went back being consumed in the iniquity of the city of St. Louis. But God said, I'm not, I don't want you to be consumed in the sins of this city of St. Louis. I'm going to bring your mind out of the gutters. I'm going to bring you out of sin.
in bondage to the power, my Lord, of the devil. But the power of God. And God was merciful unto us. And they brought him forth and set him outside of the city. And it came to pass when they brought him forth, brought them forth abroad, they said, and this is my text right here, escape for your life. And don't look back. Don't look back. Yes, Lord. Whatever problems you're going through, escape for your life. Amen. And don't look back. With everything that's trying to hinder yeah. your walk with Jesus, yeah. escape. And don't look back. Because if you look back, the penalty. Lot's wife looked back. And she turned into a pillar of salt. Now, one of the writers says there was by here by the salt sea. So if that was true, then she turned into a pillar of her environment. When the Lord was trying to pull her out of that environment and said, don't look back. Pull us out of the environment. Help me, Lord. Of drugs. Pull us out the environment of fornication. Can I preach the thing with the Lord today? Pull us out the environment of our alcohol. I hope somebody out there in the streets listening to. Pull us out the environment of adultery. Pull us out the environment of drugs. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. God said when I pull you out, escape and don't look back.
keep running. Of the moment we stop to slow down, here comes the devil. Starting as far back again. Yeah. 
So here we go. Making a U-turn. Putting the weak one up front. But here they go again. Slow now. So sooner or later, we say you can't slow us down. We'll leave two or three folks with you. But we got to keep going on. Amen, somebody. How does that break down over here in the spiritual realm? God says, save yourself. So I cannot turn around and slow my walk down for you. Because God gave me a powerful weapon called prayer. Thank you. 
Don't be in the same spiritual condition that you was four years ago. You ought to have some more fire in your spirit. You ought to have some more zeal in your spirit. You ought to be praying more. Amen. You ought to be fasting more bigger fast. Amen. You ought to be coming to church if you can. Go up to the mountain. You stay in the plane, you're going to be consumed. Now, eventually, he went up to a cave in a mountain. Because he saw the danger of staying in the plane. This is us right here. God rescued Lot. Told him escape for your life. Don't look back. Don't stay down there on that low level, but go higher. And we got to go higher with Jesus. And we got to go higher in Jesus. You ready for this? And we got to go higher in the program. Zoar meant little one and it meant insignificant. Mm -hmm. There ain't nothing significant down there. Amen. Everything down there is of no value. Mm -hmm. And Lot found out. Mm. So he went to the mountain and came to the mountain. So you young people. Second Timothy 2.22. Let me give y'all this scripture. All you young people, fix your eyes on this scripture here. God said, run from youthful lust. That's all this, yeah, these things these young folks out here doing. means to run away from it. Yes. He didn't say run to it because it's cool because that's what everybody else, that's what my boys is doing. That's what my friends are doing. So what? It don't make it right with the Lord. No, it don't. If you want to serve Jesus, he said run away from it. Think about you. What about what God say about you? 
right. Worry about what the Lord thinks about you. Be a leader among the other young people. My Lord, my God. Let the other young people look at you and say it's something different about that person. Some of them will respect it because you're holding your ground and you're saying I'm not falling in with everybody else. I'm going to be different. Amen. I'm going to stand up for the Lord. It ain't nothing wrong with being young and saved in the house of God.
And plenty of times I shimmy dead. Two times I totaled my car drinking and driving. And I didn't have a seatbelt on. And I came out with only a scratch. But the hand of God was upon me, young people. God kept me under his protection while I was out there. I should have been dead. So there are privileges that come when you decide in your mind, I want to be saved and I don't care how old I am. Now I was opposite of my wife. She got saved at 12 years old. And she stayed in church. So you're looking at two people. One got saved in the 10th grade. But decided I wanted to go in the military. But God kept his hand upon me. And the other one got saved at age 12 and stayed. But when you get saved, don't take a chance like I did. Because some folks, they didn't make it back. Young people, go back. God said to run away from what these other young folks are doing. Well, what kind of fun can I have? You can have a whole lot of fun right here in the church. You can have a whole lot of clean fun. Am I right, somebody? Yes. Amen, yo. You can have a whole lot of clean fun right here in the church. You ain't got to go into the world and have fun. But he said, follow after righteousness. Follow after faith. Follow after charity. Follow after peace. Within that call on the Lord out of a pure. Take that scripture home with you, young people. Because God want to bring you out too. Amen. Hallelujah. God don't want these young folks being consumed in the iniquity of the city. Yeah. Yeah. And they still in cars and running to people's properties and driving crazy on the highway and thinking it's cool. Putting folks' lives in danger. Shooting and killing one another. Am I right, somebody? Young folks killing each other because you looked at me wrong. You looked at my girlfriend But because of your insecurity, you think I'm trying to look at her. So now you want to shoot me. That's the mess with it. 
and fighting one another and acting crazy for what? God said, I, I don't want to bring you out, young people. I want to put my spirit in you. I want to give you a new heart. I want you to stand up in the midst of the other young people and they can see the light of Jesus Christ shining in your life. some young people that will stand up for them. The devil ain't got all these young folks. The devil ain't got all these young folks. God, young, young, young people, God wants some young folks that will stand up for him in this crooked generation that we live in. What a blessing it is to stand up for the Almighty God. To stand up for the Creator. To be different. I always wanted to be different. I want to be a common person. I that's why I want to be like everybody else. I wanted to be different. You get the, the same people, the same people. Oh no, I want it to stick out. Because when you blend in with everybody else, you become just like everybody else. Somebody looking in from the outside side can't see nothing but 10 folks. They all look the same. Surely somebody would look different. And that's the child of God. God wants you young people to look different. In the midst of your peers at school, he wants you to look different. He wants you to act different. He wants you to talk different. Amen. But the Lord says in his word, I'm going to close. In the book of Isaiah chapter number 43. and verse number one, he says that there is no other saving young people. But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not. I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. I believe the Lord is calling some of you young people. You've been showing up at the church. God is calling you. You, you, you just don't show up at the church just for the fun of it. God is calling you, young people. Amen. Hallelujah. Have your way, Lord. He said, you are mine. Yes, Lord. I want you young people to know you, you belong to the Lord. Yes. Watch verse number two. He said, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Look at that, y'all. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow. He said, when you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon you. Because he said, I am the Lord, 
your God. Holy One of Israel, your Savior, I gave Egypt ransom for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Sarah for you. Since you was precious in my sight, he said, thou hast been honorable and I have loved thee. Come on in, mother. God's calling you too. Yes, Lord. Have your way, Lord. It's, it's, it's time to get in church, mama. Time, time to get in church, mama. God is calling you. Yes, Lord. Amen, Amen y'all. God is calling, folks. Amen. God is calling, folks. No matter where you are, God is calling. Yes, Lord. No matter what condition, God is calling. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. He said, I love you. Jesus is. We got to believe. We got to understand that He is He. 
said, I am you. Jesus said, I am. Moses said, who shall I say that you are? But he said, I am. What do you want God to be? Lord, I need some healing. I am your healer. Lord, I need a breakthrough. I am your breakthrough. Come on, somebody. Lord, I need some help. With everything going on, Jesus said, I am. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying now. God said, I am. And you put it back on, on, the, on, the, on the inside. On the end. So God is saying, I am, but you got to complete it. What do you want God to do for you? The man that was blind came to Jesus. And Jesus said, what is it that you want me to do for you? And he said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. And he said, go in faith. Be made whole. He said, your faith. Your faith. Your faith. Your faith. Your faith. Your expectancy. Your hope. Your trust. That's why you have sight now. Because you believe that I can do it. What do you believe that Jesus can do for you? Is there any doubt? If there is doubt, then you start telling the devil you are not. Because my God can do everything because he said, I am. And he left it all for me to complete the statement. I am. So Lord, I need deliverance. I am your deliverer. Lord, I need healing. I am your healer. Hallelujah. Lord, I need some money. I am your provider. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying? Amen. Lord, I need some food in my fridge, but I am your provider. Amen, Amen y'all. Lord, I need help with my children. I am your guide. I am your counselor. I will give you instructions. Come on, somebody. What is it that you want Jesus to be to you today?
and died in that condition. But you mean, after all I've done, I can be saved? Yeah. Whosoever. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, that includes you. Come on. Now look at your other neighbor and say, that includes you. I don't want nobody to count yourself out. Don't, don't ever count yourself out. The Bible says, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord. Y'all see that? You mean that's all I got to do is call on Jesus? It's that simple, y'all. Call on Jesus. Put the word saved out in our closing. Thank you, Jesus. He says, shall you, be saved. Notice this word saved though. Shall be. He mean He's he will deliver me. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. I've been going through this for years. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> you mean all I gotta do is call upon your name and you'll deliver me? Is that easy? Y'all see how easy it is? You mean he will protect me? Oh, here's a big one. You mean he will heal me? I've been damaged. Some folks been molested since they was young. And they are holding that hurt. But God said, I'll heal you. How can I be healed? I don't know, but God knows. Because God said he'll do it. And his ways are not like our ways. I went to therapy and counseling and that didn't help. That can't help. Only God can do something like that. See, God said I will heal you. And he left it open. He didn't say, I'll heal you of a specific thing. Yeah. When God said, I'll heal you, that includes anything and all things. Y'all see that? Thank you. Oh, Lord. To preserve means to keep. Lord, I feel like I'm slipping. I feel like I'm falling further and further down. But God said, I'll preserve you. I'll keep you. I'll put you in that jar like Grandma used to put them pickles in a jar and preserve it for years. Amen, somebody. God said, I'll, I'll keep you. You ain't, you ain't got to worry about nothing when you're in my hands, he said. I'll keep you. I'll preserve you. Danger may come your way like it did mine. Too bad accidents. Total both my cars. But I was preserved, y'all. Yeah. Y'all hear what I'm saying? I had no seatbelt on, y'all. I total both my cars. One time the car was on the side. You know, on the side. But I was preserved. Y'all hear what I'm saying? I was preserved, that's why. I'll save you. I will make you to do well. Lord, I just seem like I just don't, can't do no good. 
I'll make you to do good. Look at that, y'all. All we got to do is call on Jesus. <laughs> come on, somebody. Tell the Lord thank you. Thank you. Come on. Come on, help me say Jesus. Come on, say Jesus.